0: Get it? Now it's time to sit and relax. Get your mind blown away. Ain't no skipping this track. Have you paid more attention? No listening gap. Get everything I ever wanted.
1: No giving it back. Yeah. Back. yeah, Ooh. yeah, yeah. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Apron Bump Podcast. I am your host, the hardest part of the ring, Kyle. How's everybody doing today? Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. Happy Merry Holidays, Happy Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, all of them. Are there more? I think I feel like there's more versions out there. I uh, I'm just not abreast to them. Uh, who the fuck is Kwanzaa? Let's look up Kwanzaa. Do we have any Kwanzas? Uh, what? <laughs> do I have any Kwanzas? Uh, well, that's also a form of currency, unless I'm spilling it. Can you fuck off? Also, this show, this episode's already off the rails and we're two seconds in. My cat's ripping at my wrist. I'm not wearing pants. What's a Kwanzaa? An angle in Kwanzaa is uh, about a twelfth of a percent of a U.S. dollar. So fucking Kwanzas are in the shitter. Who uses the angle in Kwanzaa? See, you, 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 you come for the wrestling, but you stay for the education. Oh, is there a wait a minute? What are we doing? What are we doing here? Could the Congo? Oh, Angola is a republic of the Congo. I think. <laughs> well, if any of those, I'm not going to say those people, if any of the people of this demographic are listening, first of all, thank you. Spread the word amongst all of these people. And uh, man, what are we even talking about? ECW doctor is in 1996 who we what's a broadcast from uh, extreme championship wrestling. Very interesting show, as are pretty much every ECW <laughs> ECW show from this era. Uh, the past couple shows have been a little rough ski. Not completely. Like, they've had some good stories, but the in ring wasn't really up to par. This show, I think we're starting to right the ship a little bit because some of the in ring stuff is really good on this show, and they're maintaining those really good stories as well. We got Shane Douglas, new TV champion. He just linked up with Francine, who, uh, who turned on the pit bulls in the previous show. We've got Raven and Sandman continuing their story where Raven has uh, abducted his son, has kidnapped Sandman's son and his ex-wife. And now they're a part of Raven's flock. You got Stevie Richards is dressed up as Gene Simmons. You got Chris Jericho's here. Chris Jericho's last ECW match ever. We got uh, tag team titles are on the line and a four-way cluster. Dr. Death Steve Williams is here. He's in a match with Taz and Brian Lee. And it's just a, uh, it's a potpourri of uh, shenanigans here. And I am excited to talk about it. And, hey, we're talking about, you know, I laid out earlier how, like, other shows might not have been up to snuff, but this one's a little bit. So with that in mind, you're really... Going to want to stick around at the end where the hardest promotion battle of 1996 continues, where we will grade this show, but we will also compare the product that ECW is putting out as of this date against what WCW and WWF are putting out. So, as of August 3rd, 1996, we will look at what WCW and WWF are doing. So, we got the NWO just kicking off. WWF, we were building the Sean Invader. We got a lot of stuff cooking in the wrestling industry at this point in the tail end of the summer of 1996. So we'll compare all of the companies and the best and the worst, the best matches, worst matches, best wrestler, worst wrestler, best show. You know the deal. We'll get into all of it. We'll get into the points and the values and all that stuff. The winning promotion at the end of the year will get a purchase from me. Of a championship belt of that winning company. It's been a it's been an interesting, very interesting battle thus far, and we'll see if anything on this show uh, makes the cut as far as best, worst, what have you. But stick around to the end for that, and stick around for everything else. If you would like to hear me and my guest review this show, my guest being of course Katie from the She Elite Showcase, uh, among other things. But the She Elite Showcase is her uh, her uh, showcase. And uh, so go check her out. Her and her co-host, Savannah, do a great show, a weekly live show. You can find it on Twitch and on YouTube. Anything She Elite Showcase or anything Katie Kinsey, go check out the link tree in the description of this episode, as well as Katie Rastlin 13 on X. Check her out. Great show. All the stuff she does and all that. she makes a lot of guest appearances on He's pod- She's on the a Raw podcast as pretty much the new uh, the new head honcho over there, I would say. <laughs> so uh, lots of irons in the fire. Go check her out. Check me out at apronbump.com and at apronbump on all the social medias across the board. Hey, if you like ECW or if you're just interested in learning about the history of ECW or just kind of just gallivanting along the the timeline of 1996 wrestling, you want to join me in watching this for the first time as I am, or if you just have the nostalgia for this time period, go to apronbump.com. You can go to the episodes tab at the top. You can select any era or promotion that you'd like to hear me recap. In chronological order. And you can select ECW. And again. That'll bring you to all of the ECW shows. ever, s- Starting from November to November 1994. All the way. Every single event up until now. Almost uh, two years into this thing. Chronologically. We're, we're, we're experiencing this. This uh, this new thriving company. These, these new hot up- upstarts. Like Jericho. And Eddie Guerrero. And Chris Benoit. And, Pack Myers and oh it's just a cast of characters it's a good old time go binge away find it at apronbump.com or wherever you listen to podcasts or YouTube give the video a like a tickle a kiss on the cheek do all those things I have rambled enough let's get into the show ECW the doctor is in 1996 with myself and Katie from the She Elite Showcase. Scalloped potato. What's up?
0: (laughs) Oh, the best.
1: Did I say potato or did did I just say potato?
0: You. uh, I heard potato.
1: I meant potato. I wasn't just calling you a potato. Rudely, I was. Well, I I mean, I do love
0: potatoes. So it's okay. I
1: I was running. I'm running out of potato dishes. I had to Google like other ones. (laughs)
0: Scalloped potato.
1: Scalloped potato. I think it'll catch on. I think that's the winner. I
0: mean, uh. Kater Todd is top tier, the best one ever. It is a good ever. one.
1: It rolls off the tongue.
0: It's probably my favorite one.
1: What does it mean to be scalloped? <laughs> Let me make sure it's not a weird thing. Having an edge consisting of a row of curves.
0: Me. Thank you.
1: Sure. Okay. We'll go with it. <laughs> Take it and run with it, I guess, if you want.
0: Yeah. Hey, it's a compliment in my eyes.
1: I agree. They should be. <laughs> well, how's life? How's uh, life? It's been a while.
0: I know, stranger. Long time no see. Yeah, life's good. I mean, you know.
1: Until you watch the show.
0: You know, <laughs> this this isn't the worst show you've made me watch.
1: I will say this: I was hoping this would be an awful show because I like the idea of introducing you to new promotions <laughs> and having them be just drizzling shits. <laughs> However, I, I would say this wasn't, for an ACW show in this era, this actually was a pretty solid show, but I guess just like overall, overall thoughts before we, di- we dig into it?
0: Overall thoughts, Um, it might just be because of how Peacock was, but like the weird just cuts of everything was yeah a choice. But I was like, I mean, it was... Um, so I was 12 days old when this came out.
1: Oh, fun. So you didn't catch it live (laughs) or did you? Maybe you did. (laughs)
0: Uh, no, actually, uh, I don't think I did.
1: But I was like, I was
0: like 96. And I looked, I was like, wow, I was 12 days old.
1: Wow. Wow. Was this maybe the first like big wrestling show of your life? Like within your lifespan, maybe?
0: I had to have been i, I mean think. maybe
1: maybe this show's named after you because like the doctor is in they're like well the doctor was in delivering Catherine." Uh, maybe we should
0: how dare you <laughs> <laughs> on yeah the opposite side of the state a baby was being delivered
1: let's But well, it's the in the her. same it everything in pennsylvania is the same it's not it's like basically one neighborhood i think
0: No, it's, you're either Pittsburgh, you're Pennsylvania, or you're Amish country in the middle.
1: Yeah, what's in the, what the hell is in the middle of Pennsylvania?
0: I don't know. Harrisburg? The capital?
1: (laughs) Oh, I guess. (laughs) Amish. Okay.
0: The Amish. The Amish and the capital.
1: Shout out the Amish, I guess. I mean, they're probably not listening to this, but. um, (laughs)
0: Unless?
1: (laughs) Unless they're like right outside my window listening, they're not going to be listening to this. (laughs) Which they tend to do that sometimes. But yeah, uh, Doctor Just is in. <laughs> <laughs> he's, uh, it. He's yeah, yeah, he's fine. But uh, yeah, the good show. <laughs> um, pretty like, I mean, for somebody who's been watching all these shows, there is a lot more like wrestling on this show than there typically is from ECW. Okay. Which I don't know because you're, I'm assuming, is this like, is this the first ECW show you've ever watched? Uh,
0: like that version of ECW, maybe. Because like mm-hmm. when it was like, WWE, ZCW. I right. did catch it. Well, that's not
1: even enough. It's like, yeah. not even
0: real. But like, <laughs> right. I I want to say it might be.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, but coming into it cold, I mean, there's there's storylines going on, but I feel like they, at least Joey Styles tries to do a solid job at like giving Which you the context on things. Him. Shout the out. The
0: whole show basically by himself. Well done, sir.
1: Although, yeah, no, totally by himself. No, he's a great commentator, especially in this time period. He's by far the best. I mean, it's either him or Vince McMahon's stupid ass on commentary or Bischoff or.
0: <laughs> yeah, Joey's
1: awesome. <laughs> yeah, I think that's yeah, pretty safe to say. But yeah. um, but the first shot. So you, you fire this bad boy up and uh, <laughs> the first shot. This kind of goes to what you were saying, like the weird how everything cut together. And it did yeah. open up a peacock with with like. It was like, what, this is presented in the most original form or whatever the hell. So mm-hmm. there were certain things cut out. And I do have, like, a link from, like, a sketchy Chinese YouTube site that has, like, some of these shows, like, in their original form with, like, the original music and stuff like that. I, I, I pulled it up, but, like, the video is just so shit. Like, it wasn't even worth it. Yeah. But um, it did start out. So on Peacock, you start it, and it's just Sandman in the ring. And there's, like, a few jobbers on the floor who... Like all these shows always start with Sandman coming out and just hitting a bunch of no names with his Singapore cane and always gets the crowd hot. And yeah, so you kind of jump sure into the aftermath of this. But uh, Sandman, he's uh, a hell of a man, isn't he? The hell, hell of a man of made of sand. Sandy man. Yeah,
0: Sandy man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but he, uh, So Sandman is in in the midst of a feud with Raven. You might be asking, why are they feuding? Well. Raven has uh, adopted his son, but not adopted. What's a forceful adoption? Is there a word for that?
0: I feel like it's just kidnapping.
1: Kidnapped, I guess. Yeah, maybe psychological kidnapped. Uh, Stockholm syndrome,
0: uh, perhaps.
1: (laughs) Sure, sure. Yes. So uh, Sandman's son, Tyler, is with Raven. And so is Sandman's ex-wife. What's her name? Uh, Who cares? Uh, Like Laura or Lori (laughs) or something. But um, they're all in the leather jackets, and they all have the Kurt Cobain hair or whatever the hell. And yeah. Sandman doesn't like that because who would, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, who would?
1: I'd be pretty I bummed it. out if a child of mine would join a cult of somebody else that I hated, right? <laughs> my, or my I, yeah, well, kids.
0: I feel like I would just be mad at my kid joining a cult. Period. But
1: you know. So, when you see this, are you regretting uh, agreeing to watch the show or not?
0: Um, I was more so just like confused
1: because ah, yes. you made
0: me watch WCW bullshit. Mm,
1: that was <laughs> which a rough is one. still Uncensored. to this day
0: the only thing I have watched in WCW. Thank you. That's by the way. that's
1: truly unfortunate.
0: <laughs> I just don't care
1: enough to go back.
0: <laughs> but I I was a little a little taken aback, but I did uh, I did a little googling to like mm. because some of the names weren't popping up. And I was like, who the fuck is in this match? for like some of the people so i was like i had it up in case because you know i take notes i do my due diligence here look at you i'm a nice guy what can i say (laughs) (laughs) but yeah this 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 was definitely not what i was expecting and then people just didn't kiss makeup yeah
1: right yeah that was so i was also confused at that i didn't understand uh i mean i I understood it was kiss but i didn't know if it was like a are they on tour or is there like something (laughs) i don't know but
0: Why is the blue meanie there? As
1: just... yeah, so the blue meanie. So all of it, I guess we'll touch on that later. But Stevie Richards and etc. Oh, yeah. are all there, dressed in kiss makeup. But before that, yeah. we got some Devon Storm action. Dangerous Devon Storm taking on Mikey Whipwreck. Of course, Devon Storm is uh, accompanied by Damian Kane and Lady Alexandra. Lady, uh, is Alexandra or Alexander? I feel like it would be Alexandra, but it sounded like they were saying Alexander.
0: I definitely kept hearing Alexander and I was like, I mean, that's a choice. But like, OK, I think it's sure. Alexandra. At
1: least Cage Match says it's Alexandra. So I'm going to go with them. Oh uh, Well,
0: if Cage Match says then
1: they wouldn't lie to me. So
0: no, they would never.
1: She doesn't look well, Lady Alexandra. She looks kidnapped <laughs> as well. The, the, the look in her eyes. She uh, might listen.
0: There's, there's a lot of Stockholm syndrome happening in ECW apparently in '96.
1: Is that what the doctor is there sense. for to fix that? Oh, huh?
0: they never specified what doctor.
1: Oh, well, I think it was pretty. God, yeah, we'll, we'll get to that, but <laughs> we'll get uh, that. we're not there yet. <laughs> it was not. It was not Rick Baker. It was not uh, Isaac Yankum. I'll just say that. No. <laughs> Should have been. Uh, Should have been. But, uh, yeah, so Devin Storm, Damian, so Damon, so Damien Kane, or Damien Kane, wherever the hell, he has a lot of leather. Uh, <laughs> he's out there, he's talking. What did he say? Now uh, he wants to be called the godfather of ECW. It's a bunch of bullshit. I don't really care. Yeah. Um, but hey, Mikey Whipwreck is apparently the new European junior heavyweight champion. So,
0: <clears throat> what a congratulations. <laughs> I guess. How va- how
1: vast is your knowledge on the uh, the European Wrestling Association? <laughs>
0: um, no, I think I missed that day in school. I don't.
1: <laughs> Did you? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I think probably, I was sick. Yeah. It's unfortunate. Well, apparently it was a promotion <laughs> that only lasted like four years, and oh, uh, yeah, I've never heard of it until now. He comes out with this European title. Like, ooh, that's a new title in ECW. I've never seen before. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so we'll 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 bring you back on for a EWA retrospective, I think, <laughs> next time, if there's any oh, footage online. Uh, not. But this first match, I mean, it's you know, it's a couple, couple slight fellas going at it here. Uh, a couple grapples here. I thought the crowd was pretty into it. The the crowd seems to love Mikey Whipwreck here at this point. They wanted yeah. him to kick his ass as per the. Kick his ass, Mikey! Kick his ass chant. (laughs) Um,
0: What other train you gonna have?
1: Yeah. Any 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 thoughts in particular about this opener?
0: Uh, I'm ninety nine point nine percent sure. Mikey definitely straight up fully tapped at one (laughs) point. Yes. Man's hit the mat. Like usually, like if someone's in a submission, they like hit the mat once or twice. To be like, oh, I'm in pain. Ah, no, straight up three times. Like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: that's a tap, my guy.
1: So I noticed that as well, and it's interesting because tapping out in pro wrestling wasn't really a thing until like late later in the '90s. I think. I think it was like when Ken okay. Shamrock got there was when well, it because because UFC, MMA, like it was a thing, but that hadn't mm-hmm. really like transcended into pro wrestling. I guess at this point, like they were dipping their toes into it, but it wasn't like a full fledged thing like I guess you had to just say I, I quit I guess that's how you submit uh, at this point but uh, <laughs> so Mikey got rid of it or he got away with it at this point but uh, at some point Mikey just does a an moon moonsault to the outside but decides to go head first into the concrete which I thought was a choice
0: <laughs> <laughs> a choice a poor decision
1: uh you know he's (laughs) he's the european he's the european junior heavyweight champion for a reason katie so
0: yeah that's that's why because everyone else broke their neck doing the same thing
1: oh and he's the only one whose neck is able to survive that is what you're saying
0: yes exactly what i'm saying no it's this this match was a fucking mess um, like i get it it's ecw but the amount of just like blatant interference in front of the ref is astronomical
1: well there is a point i'm glad you said that because there was a point where devin storm which by the way is crowbar if you're familiar with crowbar um i'm not a big crowbar (laughs) gal
0: i've definitely heard that name on the show before
1: probably talking about devin storm
0: okay Okay. He's a
1: he's, he's a, a WCW fame mainly, I believe. He's still wrestling out there, I think. Give uh, g- give crowbar a a look ski if <laughs> nope. you want. Yeah, <laughs> if you have some time on your hands. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, but um, what was this? oh yeah, there's a spot where uh, Devin Storm he like set up Mikey in between the top and middle rope to like set him there and then distract the ref and then allow Damian Kane to attack Mikey as the ref was distracted but there was like a mistiming so like the ref was still like looking and nobody knew what was going on so yeah that was like representative was, of this entire match pretty much
0: it was multiple times where just he was just beating the shit out of Mikey Whipwreck and the blatant interference the guys you were looking you looked him dead in the eyes
1: yeah yeah it's uh it's a very no, gray no. area at this point, as far as what's like. Are we extreme or are we? Uh, <laughs> Do we know extreme?
0: what rules are? Do we enforce anything?
1: It's very gender fluid. These rules, ACW. <laughs> um, but uh, so Devon Storm ultimately he hits Mikey with a. Uh, he he sets Mikey on a steel chair on the outside and does a tope over the top rope onto Mikey who's sitting on this chair, which looked like it hurt every every party involved. Honestly,
0: <laughs> all parties,
1: <laughs> it was, the floor uh,
0: hurt.
1: Oh, yeah, it, it took a beating. But, um, Lady Alexandria, I'm sure, was emotionally hurt by this. Um, <laughs> yeah. Devin, Devin Storm hits a moonsault onto uh Mikey, goes for the pin, but Damian Kane on the outside's like, No, no, one more, I want it to hurt, or however he talks, and then no, um, he uh goes for another moonsault, but Mikey crotches him. And uh, there's a series of counters and tomfoolery happens. Uh, ultimately, Mikey's able to hit a Franken Mikey, which is a flying Heron Kanrano of sorts for the win. So, Mikey Whipwreck gets the win in this uh, very esteemed contest. So, yeah, stuff, right?
0: yeah, still, still that European Junior Heavyweight well, champion well, thank God. and some made-up promotion.
1: <laughs> Would you classify this match as like a cruiserweight match?
0: yeah 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 i say it's cruiserweight
1: i only i only asked that because joey styles before the match was like yeah cruiser all this, this pro wrestling business is becoming all about the cruiserweights because like wcw is because they just established that championship there and he, joey styles okay. mentioned he mentioned new japan and triple a they have their juniors titles so i, I, I did guess, hear
0: those mentioned so yeah i guess so
1: so basically what I'm saying is Mikey Whipwreck and Dangerous Devin Storm are here to compete with Rey Mysterio and Psychosis. So if you, had to, if you had to pick one, Rey Mysterio, Dangerous Devin Storm, who's better? Let's settle it.
0: I don't know. I mean, this is this is this is a hard one. I mean, no. I've never heard of Devin Storm until the day I watched this. I've known Rey Mysterio for like 20 years. Like, Which personally. You'll,
1: you'll, you'll, you'll never forget <laughs> Devin Storm, though, after this, right? Yeah. Or you you uh, might forget him as soon as we hit, stop recording.
0: Oh yeah. i will be like, who the fuck's this guy? I have notes. I have no idea what it looks like. Uh no, it's right. Mysterio stuff.
1: I guess. That's a hot take. It's a hot take. But um
0: I know. And so I'm gonna apologize in advance for the hot takes.
1: Yeah, yeah. Let's let's take it easy there. Um, <laughs> but boy howdy. Speaking of hot takes, we got a hot tamale on our hands here with Louis Spicoli versus oh, Johnny Smith. A couple couple wrestlers out here just wrestling. You know, what I'm saying.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, it's not what I was expecting for an ECW show. That's for damn sure. Let
1: me tell you this, it's not what I was expecting either. And I've been watching all this <laughs> stuff. This kind of came out of nowhere. It's like, like I said, like I was ex- like, all these ECW shows, like at least like in this time period, have just been like. Trash cans and kendo sticks and fighting in the crowd and blood and whatever the hell, and. We're getting, mm. like, if, like, even that opening match, it was, like, whatever, but it was, like, a wrestling match for the most part, and here we just got exactly. a couple guys in boots and singlets just slamming, suplexing, <laughs> and spinebustering. It's like, this is not the ECW I know, but... Um, <laughs> this is
0: not my ECW.
1: <laughs> for what it was, I mean, it was a quick little match. It was fine. You know, Louis Piccoli, yeah. who was, uh, you you may know him as Rad Radford, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, as you, how'd you know?
1: Big Rad Radford gal, yeah.
0: Big Rad a rad guy over here.
1: That's what they all say about you. That's what they all say about you. <laughs> Louis Spicoli, little fun factski. I don't know if he invented the move, but he at least popular popularized the the Death Valley driver. Okay. Yeah, I don't think he hit it in this well. match unless I missed it. But um, So that's his thing. And then Johnny Smith, he's a yeah, European gent from what I understand. Uh, very British Bulldog-esque in his physique. And Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm, it was a a fun little a fun little scuffle. I thought this was. What do you think about it?
0: Yeah, fun fun little scuffle. I think is a perfect way to describe it. Uh, Again, when I was having everything up because names and I needed to know things.
1: Right.
0: This was apparently Johnny Smith's first time in ECW. That's correct. The crowd loved him. Louis Spicoli. What a fucking name that guy has.
1: It's a badass name.
0: Louis Spakoli.
1: You don't think maybe it's... it's
0: the Don's like great, great grandfather.
1: Ooh, ooh! I can get into that. I,
0: I might have added too many greats because this is only 96. But regardless, <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, that's uh, the Spicoli name could make a resurgence. I'm sure um, I hope
0: someone is listening in the ether and they make that happen.
1: Maybe did Luis Spicoli have a son of some sort? Maybe he's out there. Jim Spicoli, <laughs> perhaps. Let's hit it. Let's hear it.
0: A, G- a Jim Spicoli. <laughs>
1: Well uh okay. Spicoli uh Spicoli does not win this one, unfortunately. Uh Johnny Smith wins with a uh brutal looking sit-out power bomb. Gets the gets the Duke in this one. And uh I don't know if anything comes of I think Louis is done here with ECW. I could be wrong, but Johnny Smith, I've I've only vaguely heard his name before. I don't know if he does anything of note to ecw but uh if the more wrestling the better, I guess. In ECW, it could use uh because they're they they they're losing something. they're losing Chris Jericho after this show they've already lost Eddie Guerrero and Chris Benoit and like all like the like Rey Mysterio like all the wrestling guys now you're just left with a bunch <laughs> of guys in jorts so
0: <laughs> so many jorts and so many oh. like pajamas <laughs>
1: <laughs> love a good pajama <laughs> pants but uh, uh,
0: Mikey Ripak literally looked like he was wearing something you would not go work
1: out in <laughs> Mikey Rippack's attire is just appalling it makes me angry Atrocious. every time I look at him <laughs> like invest in some, get a singlet at least. Get a, uh, what does what Goldust wear? What do you call that?
0: <laughs> oh, what would that be?
1: Not a unit um, hard. is it? A jumpsuit?
0: A bodysuit.
1: Bodysuit, I think, is what, is what, uh, did I ever tell you just when I was good. growing up, when I was watching Goldust, I thought he was just naked, painted in gold.
0: <laughs> I think we did have this conversation. We I did think. have this conversation mm. when we watched WCW.
1: Ah, yes.
0: Who
1: it's all coming in. It is. It is.
0: I wish I could forget that show. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I wish I could forget Axel Rotten because he's in this next match. Uh, Take it though? On. I mean, he's present
0: He's there.
1: He is. He does have his boots on and he's
0: <laughs> he's in he's, the, he's in the ring.
1: He swings a chair or two, I think at some point.
0: Oh, I can't wait to talk about this.
1: Well, he's taking on Devon Dudley here. So, what 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 is your knowledge of the Dudley family backstory here from ECW?
0: Um, from what I gathered via Joey Styles, who again, kudos, well done, sir. Kudos. Um, there are many members of the Dudley family that I was oh. unaware of. I see, in my time? I knew of Bubba. Yvonne, and Spike. Yes. You no. Know, who could forget Spike? Man, Who could you know. forget him? <laughs> who could? But there's uh sign guy Dudley, mm. who apparently doesn't speak. I wrote them down because Jesus Christ. He didn't speak until
1: this show, but continue. Uh,
0: this show, yeah, he spoke his first words. Congratulations. Uh, chubby Dudley, which mm. is just rude. That's just mean. I mean. Just, I mean, but like, stuff. And then the the catalyst here, the apparently head honcho, from what I've gathered. Big Dick Dudley.
1: Ah uh, yes, of course.
0: The, I mean, and I guess there was some power struggle between Devon and Big Dick Dudley.
1: Yeah.
0: I I don't know what has occurred, but Bubba was in the middle of it, I guess. I, overall's And glasses and tie dye
1: (laughs) that I can't think of a better synopsis of the Dudley family (laughs) drama than what you just laid out, because uh, yeah, So originally, so I believe it started out with um, pretty much all those people except Yvonne. And Big Dick was the uh, the the head guy, the head honcho, as you say. He Mm -hmm. was uh, controlling everything. He was just the lead. I mean, he wasn't like he doesn't like cut promos or everything. He's just big and he's the leader, I guess. Um, the Dudleys came in as they came in as heels, but Bubba was so entertaining with his stuttering stuff and just dancing or whatever the hell that they organically got over and became like kind of a comedy act of sorts. Okay. And Devon Devon shows up and he is not for the laughing. He's is he's see, he, see, he sees tomfoolery. He's like, I don't like that. Devon, <laughs> um, so Devon is here to basically write the ship of the Dudleys. He says, "Hey, cut cut the malarkey, fellas." In in not that's not it's not exactly what he says. Uh, he uses more colorful language, but he says basically to cut the malarkey and let's start kicking ass again. And Bubba's like, "Hey, you don't tell us what to do." And Devon's like, "No, I run this family." And then Big Dick's like, "No, I do." But every time Big Dick is in the is in the picture, Devon runs because he's a scary little bitch. So yeah. <laughs> True. they they um. So that's basically where we're at. At this point, so now we got Devon okay. Axel Rotten. It's not really a match. They swing some chairs at each other. They have a little sword fight. It's fun. Um
0: <laughs> but
1: ultimately, it's <laughs> it's fun for somebody. <laughs> By the way, for, before anything else, Axel goes into the crowd cuz Devon has a chair and he doesn't. So Axel goes into the crowd, grabs a chair, but it's a plastic chair. <laughs> so it's Can't like have a
0: plastic <laughs> chair and a steel chair fight. <laughs>
1: I think I think a uh, I think a a Devon Dudley fan hand, handed him that chair, but um <laughs> probably so Devon eventually hits him with a low blow hits him with a chair shot of his own but then Bubba comes in followed by his other Dudley brethren he uh Devon's back is turned away from them and then sign guy Dudley who is my camera fucked up is that on your end
0: uh you became green like the Hulk and that's probably frozen. for
1: the best Cox hold <laughs> on it was it was acting up I became green like the Hulk. Here, let me. Let
0: me. <laughs> it was frozen and then green.
1: All right, let me, I'm going to try to turn it off. <laughs> the Dudleys are trying to silence me.
0: <laughs> they are. They're listening.
1: <laughs> okay. Oh, there you go. We're good. All right.
0: No more yeah. Kermit.
1: Okay. Kermit, that's not as good as the Hulk, but I'll take it.
0: I'm sorry. I couldn't. I had to turn to somebody else. Who was
1: what running. do you think? I have frog-like features. Is that what you're saying?
0: You might. I mean, well, you, Kyle, the thighs.
1: Do frogs have nice thighs? I think frogs have they very have skinny power, legs.
0: They have, they have powerful legs.
1: Yeah, but they're scrawny.
0: They have, some frogs have thick thighs. <sighs> <Let's see. laughs> here we go.
1: Do frog, thick, fr- thick thighed frog. <laughs> is that a band?
0: What a sentence. <laughs> I hope it is. It needs to be a band. If not, somebody take the. Take
1: it. Uh, Because there's an orange thighed frog, which I'm Filipino, so that checks out. Um, (laughs) I guess they're kind of girthy. They're they're like little chicken legs, I guess, but in proportion to the rest of their body, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyways, I was
0: trying to help my (laughs) point.
1: (laughs) Speaking of thick thighs, Bubba Dudley has some thick thighs on him. And uh, he's here sign guy <laughs> takes his yes. sign that says, hey, Devon, and he rips it in half and yells, hey, Devon, because he's you know turned away from him. Devon turns around, is met with a chair shot from Bubba Ray Dudley. And there's just a lot of a lot, a lot of cha- a lot of unprotected chair shots to the head, etc. is pretty much what this. Segment the entails. amount of
0: CTE in this oh. segment alone, oh all dude, yeah. <laughs> there were so many, I was like, I yeah. kept cringing, because like, I know that there's no way in hell that that felt good in any capacity, mm. and like, not even like a little bit of protection, like, your hand can get fucked up, like protecting yourself, no, nothing, just pff, to the dome. 18 it's, plus times, probably amongst all of them.
1: I would say I say that's I mean, they, they weren't even like necessary. Like Chubby Dudley was just there to get hit in the head with chairs. <laughs> I
0: think <laughs> he was literally just there to do that.
1: I mean, there's a stiff even like without the chairs, Bubba and Divon, brawl. They're throwing punches. A lot of them seem like they're connecting. I mean, it seems.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh... No, that was this was a time. That happened.
1: It certainly was. You're not wrong about and that.
0: I just, I, in my notes, so three many unprotected headshots. What the fuck?
1: Well, when when a, when a family is in turmoil, how else do you solve your problems?
0: You do not unprotected chair shots. You can throw fists, sure, sure. Bring a table in break that. Unprotected chair shots at the dome? No. Mm.
1: Well, uh-huh. don't. Doub- Dudleyville might have different uh, cultures and customs, so
0: you know that's fair. They might, as an outsider, I do not know. I'm not a part of the Dudleyville family in any capacity. Mm. But, like, guys, think about it for the long run.
1: <laughs> it makes uh it makes busted open make a lot more sense when you see how many it fair shots. It makes <laughs> a
0: lot of things make a whole hell of a lot more sense.
1: <laughs> oh well, um. Just a lot of nonsensical chair shots happen, and then Big Dick comes out. <laughs> we whip out the Big Dick, and uh, he gets in the ring. Oh, him, and, him and Devon have a little stare down, as as you mentioned. You know, they're kind of fighting for power, fighting for uh, a patriarchy of not patriarchy. I guess the patriarchy of uh, the Dudley uh, the Dudley family. Uh, but Devon. Will not. Sh- he has a chair in his hand, but he will not strike Big Dick. He goes to, and then he he decides not to, and then he just throws down the chair and skeedaddles out of there. So, um, he's walking out of the ring, and then Bubba Ray Dudley with a plancha over the top rope. What the hell? <laughs> um, just crunches Devon against the barricade by the. Could not have landed worse. Uh, no. But I guess if you're out there to hurt a fellow, that's probably the way to do it.
0: <laughs> I guess so.
1: And Axel Rotten's and, also there. Thoughts?
0: Axel a- Rotten's just like guys. I didn't sign up for this. I just wanted <laughs> to have a match, and the chairs got involved immediately. So I ran, mm. rightfully so. I would have done the same thing. Um, thoughts? Wow. <laughs> Again, CTE. Yeah, definitely Barrett.
1: Yeah, you're not. Uh, you're not wrong there. I think Axel maybe his, yeah. his shirt was a little too tie jie, tie tie jie? tie <laughs> die adjacent, so I think he kind of got, got roped into it. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Ty Lur is Sandman's son, goes. and he's involved in this next little uh, next little ditty here. We got the okay. uh, the ECW heavyweight titles on the line. Well, Raven is the champion. But uh, he has a foot injury. I know at one point he had gout. I don't know if it's still gout, but he has some foot injury as per the cast on his foot. Um, so okay. to set the seed here, so Raven and his flock come out. Like I said, Raven has a cast. He's on crutches. We got Blue Meanie, Stevie Richards, Nova, and some other guy who I'm not familiar with. All dressed up as Kiss. Maybe they just got another guy to be the fourth Kiss guy. I don't know. (laughs) You got, uh, yeah, Lori is her name. Lori and Tyler, who are is Sandman's ex family, I guess at this point. uh, With the leather jackets, they're all in the cults. Sandman, I guess, got attacked earlier. I mean, they kind of like showed it quickly, but not like the extent of it. I guess they attacked Sandman's eye and now he's blind. Thoughts?
0: Um, as someone who is a quarter blind in one eye, um, rude.
1: Quarter, a quarter blind, she says.
0: Yeah. Right. Right, the right. My right eye. It's really fun for me. Did
1: you see that? I say, Did you see that?
0: I can fucking see you. Oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you forgot about the
0: 75%. Yeah, come on now. Math.
1: Math. Well, man, where do we even begin here? So (laughs) Raven, the champion, he uh, says he can't defend his title tonight because of his foot. Stevie gets Mm -hmm. in there. He's like, hey, fella, I'll defend it for you. Oh, no, I'm sorry. He said he already signed the contract to defend it, which I feel like you would probably run that by Raven. Well, I don't know.
0: (laughs) I feel like you should have
1: maybe throw it out there, see what he thinks. But. (laughs) <laughs> took initiative uh, this Stevie Richards did and uh, now he's defending the title for Raven against Sandman coming up but uh, they're all like oh Sandman's he's blind he's not gonna be able to compete whatever but then Sandman sprints out there blood all over his white shirt all over his white pajamas uh, <laughs> got a bandage over his eye he's bleeding he has a cane Raven pulls his son in front of him Sandman can't Hit his son with a cane, which is his choice, I guess. <laughs> and Stevie from behind with a kick, and then we're off to the races. But uh, what did you make of this this uh, exhibition here?
0: Oh, well, first and foremost, Stevie Richards, shortest shorts in the game. Proud mm. of you. Love, love that.
1: Love the original hoochie daddy, Stevie Richards.
0: Honestly, the original hoochie daddy when you put this episode up, I want that yeah. as part of the notes. <laughs> <It will be. laughs> Thank you. Um, no, I, like, forget that Steve Richards has done like, a lot.
1: So, oh, like, yeah. seeing
0: him in this iteration, is just like, whoa, weird. Because, mm-hmm. like, I've seen, like, bits and pieces of him, but, like, not in fucking kiss makeup and hoochie daddies and literally, like, nothing else. <laughs> I wasn't complaining.
1: I mean, he's, Sam you know. in his
0: pajamas, he's gotta even out.
1: You were complaining no
0: about that. skin, there too much skin. <laughs> right. <laughs> it was a lot Um. Yeah. There was just, I don't, well, my question.
1: Kyle. Please.
0: It's like Stevie Richards. Yeah. This guy. Signs said contract. It's his match. hmm For Raven's title. Defending right. it in his honor.
1: Mm-hmm. As, a,
0: as a good cult member would do for their cult leader. Respect it. Which apparently was not the first time this has happened.
1: That's correct. Stevie yes.
0: apparently did it another time. At insert whatever fucking heat wave, nineteen ninety six. Yeah, that one. <laughs> I knew it was yes. summer <laughs> because you know <laughs> August. Um, so why does Raven come in at the end and make the pin, and that count? <laughs> Please,
1: Catherine. Um, Pretty a lot hard. of que- a lot of questions <laughs> do not have answers, and this is one of that's them. One of them. <laughs> um it's I, I had the same thought, it's like, uh I mean, because like you said, Sand- Raven ends up getting the pin. Mm. But if that's the case, can, can could Sandman not have pinned Raven to win the title?
0: I mean, you know, he got he almost pinned Stevie quite a few times.
1: Yeah, I mean Stevie got his ass kicked by his own partners because <laughs> <laughs> the fucking the Three Stooges bullshit in this match is hilarious. So
0: oh, it was a time I loved it.
1: Um, I mean, there's just a lot of you know whatever they fight on the outside. There's blood. There's canes. There's low blows. Um, Stevie has the advantage after another low blow. Sets Sandman up in the ring for Blue Meanie to go to the top rope to hit his meanie salt. Uh, throws it out there. Beautiful moonsault, but he misses. And uh, I'm sorry. No, Sandman. He, as yeah. mean, up on the top rope with his back facing him. Sandman attacks Stevie and puts Stevie where Sandman just was. So Meanie means salts onto <laughs> Sandman or onto Stevie. A lot, un- of, un- lot
0: of names. <laughs>
1: un- unbeknownst, it's a lot to keep track of. Um <laughs> So Meanie hits Stevie by accident, and Sandman tries to get the pin after that, but it's a two count. And then uh, at some point, Sandman like eye rakes Blue Meanie, and Blue Meanie's blind, like reaching his hands out and finds a body, grabs that body, and does a tiger power bomb. But wouldn't you know it, it's Stevie Richards <laughs> because he's blind for the second, I guess. Wow. Um, and then. Nova, who are you familiar with Simon Dean at all?
0: No fucking yeah. way.
1: Hey, yeah, that's that's this fella. That's him.
0: Oh my God. Okay. This
1: Before the Simon system really got to him, you know.
0: Fuck the Simon system.
1: <laughs> <way>. <laughs> Does not work. But um, no. Nova comes off the top rope with a leg drop, but misses Sandman and hits Stevie somehow. To shock her. And uh, again, but Stevie keeps kicking out of these moves. So shout out Stevie Richards, I guess. Um, yeah. And then Raven gets in foot and foot in his cast and all. He gets in there to do something. But then Missy Hyatt gets in there, who is, uh, I don't know, an estranged lover of Raven of sorts, I guess is how I could put it. Uh, okay. Missy, I mean, she was a manager in WC, WCW, and she's been a little She's been in and out of ECW, but okay. Um, so Missy Hyatt gets in to stop Raven in his attack on Sandman, but then Sandman's ex-wife gets in there, loads up Raven's boot, which
0: can we, can we talk about that,
1: please? Yeah. Yep.
0: What in the fuck? <laughs> what does that do?
1: You gotta load the boot, Katie.
0: You just you're just hitting the boot, <laughs> the boot. I don't know why we're saying it like that. <laughs>
1: What's that all about?
0: <laughs> We're Canadians now. Exactly. Um I don't know why you have to like hit it off of stuff and that's considered like lo- I, I might not be familiar with the lore and the <laughs> terminologies and things, but I, that what the fuck does that do?
1: So I so I'm I'm loosely familiar with the lore. Not uh please,
0: please inform me, sir.
1: So I think the premise is like you would have a boot on, right, as you do usually with a boot it's on your foot. <laughs> yeah. Um I guess the premise is that there's like a piece of metal or something in your boot, but only it only like gets into place when you like kick it. Like I guess it's like in your heel, and then you kick the mat, and then it like shifts to your toe, and then you kick somebody and it knocks him out. Mm.
0: So is it is it the equivalent of John Cena used to pump up his sneakers before hitting the FU? Is that the equivalent?
1: So are you suggesting that? (laughs) <laughs> the, the pumping up of the sneakers like gave him some sort of uh, superpower. superpowers. I mean, maybe.
0: I mean, he, Super Cena, am I right? Ladies?
1: Is that why he's currently on a losing streak? Because he no longer pumps up his shoes?
0: He hasn't popped up the sneakers in so long and like, as a Cena guy growing up, I loved that was just like, he's pumping them up Effie, mm. let's go! Like, it was fucking dope. No, it's because he's a bald spot now, and he's not pumping up the smoke.
1: (laughs) That's very rude.
0: (laughs) Hey, people made fun of that bald spot for the longest time, and I defended him, but now he's back to Hollywood, so I'm pissed, so I'm going to be upset about it.
1: should probably pump up those hair follicles. Am I right or am I wrong? You know?
0: Am I right, guys? (laughs) Is
1: that pump it, right? There's a pump for that, probably. Matt would know. He knows all about pumps. Um, (laughs) um, Um... but uh, uh, speaking of pumps, yeah, the, where we? Yeah, the loading pump, up we? boot. loading the boot, loading the boot. Yes. Yeah. Um, yes. So Lori, who is Sandman's ex-wife, loads up Raven's boot and try and she does hit Missy Hyatt with this loaded boot. Raven grabs the boot, I guess, reloads it. I guess you got to reload this boot.
0: <laughs> I guess so.
1: <laughs> Hits it against the corner pad again goes to swing it at Sandman, but Sandman reverses, hits him with a DDT, goes to... He gets up, but Raven pulls Tyler, Sandman's son, in front of him again. So Sandman's once again conflicted, and then Stevie's able to hit the loaded boot shot onto Sandman from behind. And then Raven makes the cover, who was not a participant in this match as per the contract. I mean, what are we even... What are we even who's who's doing the paperwork? You know what I'm saying?
0: The tomfoolery, the shenanigans, the audacity, if you will.
1: I, I will. I will. Uh, (laughs) So I guess Raven wins, even though he wasn't in the match. But it's ECW, so there's no rules. But there's also rules.
0: There's there's no rules, but occasionally a rule or two.
1: Yeah, but uh, shenanigans aside, I thought it was a. I guess I was entertained. I guess I was sports entertained by this.
0: I can say I was sports entertained. You know, again, we had some some three stooges bullshit happen, kiss mm. makeup, shorts, loading up a boot, which still doesn't really make a whole lot of sense, but like kind of makes more sense now that I know that. Yeah, sports entertained. Simon Dean was there, apparently, too, <laughs> now that I know.
1: <laughs> How could you lose with Simon Dean in your corner, you know?
0: I mean, well, the Simon system was a
1: choice. <laughs> Do you think Stevie was on the Simon system?
0: Oh, he was probably the first participant.
1: No, <laughs> he was the guinea pig.
0: <laughs> was, Stevie Richards was the guinea pig for the Simon system.
1: Well known, well known. Um, yeah. well... We got uh system of uh there's no segue here we got two no. two cold scorpio <laughs>
0: versus
1: <laughs> versus your boy chris jericho the demo god okay. is here, and uh fun fact his last ever e c w match is this one he wasn't there long, wow. but uh he made an impact i suppose uh
0: no different promotion
1: damn it, I always get those confused. he made a <laughs> He made a a TNA. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah,
1: the TNA was in the last match. Katie, Um, that's an ass. Two cold Scorpio, (laughs) Chris Jericho. So at the last show, there was a four way for the TV title. Two of those gents are in the next match, but the other two are in this match. So Mm -hmm. uh, that's really all the backstory there is. Honestly, this is kind of like a wrestling Match. There's not a ton of story behind it. Um, anything in particular stick out to you?
0: Um, remembering that Chris Jericho was actually like good at a point in time.
1: <laughs> right, it's crazy, right?
0: <laughs> I know. So weird. Like late '90s, early 2000s, Chris Jericho was kind of kind of goaded. No pun intended. Yeah. yeah, Lionheart, Chris Jericho. I've only seen like a few matches of. And my God, what a what a wrestler. What a man. What a man. You know, dancing his way to the ring. Pop off, sir, as you should. Yes. I mean, go for it. Why not? I I was I I was very much entertained. Not even sports entertained.
1: Just pure just raw dog entertained.
0: (laughs) Raw dog entertained.
1: I like it. Hey, what do you think's colder, too cold or stone cold?
0: Stone cold.
1: I guess. I mean, it's
0: too cold is just like it's a little too cold outside, but like stone no. cold.
1: Right, because like ice cream can be too cold, but it's still like liquidy, ish. Yeah, jelly, maybe it, perhaps, but stone cold is a stone. As per you know, that's
0: like too cold. I think of like. You know, the weather outside. It's a little too cold out here. Stone cold, I think of like the fucking icebergs that are currently melting. Oh, and okay. you know, like
1: <laughs> Well, that's really what we wanted to talk about here. Now that we got your attention. <laughs> Global warming.
0: It, it, fucking Go real, ahead. guys. <laughs> <laughs> you said come here. <laughs>
1: um, uh, but no,
0: that's the I would say in back to the point. Stone cold is colder than too cold.
1: I'm glad we finally settled that. Um but uh (laughs) Stone Cold's not here, but Too Cold is. And uh no, I I agree. I thought it was a good match. It was kind of um it was very back and forth. It wasn't really particularly uh it was kind of like you do a few moves and then I'll do a few moves, but uh what it was, it was entertaining. Uh like I said, Chris Jericho debuts in WCW literally like the following week. So this is his uh crazy his out here, and the the fans know it by God, (laughs) because I guess they're on the uh I guess they're not—they're not on Twitter. They're on what? They're in a a chat room, yeah. (laughs) But um, yeah, so there's like a you sold out chant at Jericho, but it's like kind of fifty-fifty and like support or whatever. Okay. Uh, But like, like Jericho was only there for a few months, so it's like whatever. Just be happy that you got him. I guess.
0: Did he really sell out if he was only there for like a few months though?
1: Yeah, I mean, what is he gonna? Did he
0: hold a title in ECW?
1: He did. Oh, Yeah. Well, TV Champ. Maybe
0: sell
1: out them. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Fuck him, right? Yeah, I agree. Okay. <laughs> um, there's some, there's some good submissions. There's some very interesting, like, I don't even know what you would call it. They were like tying each other up and like, uh, under like Yeah. They were like trying to do pedigrees upside down, kind of, is what was happening. <laughs> uh, they yeah. do do that, um, I always associate this to Rey Mysterio and Eddie Guerrero, where they do like the monkey flip, but they like flip over each other with their wrists together and then they're like throwing each other up with their feet. You know what I'm saying, right?
0: I do. I love I love the monkey flip in that aspect.
1: Big monkey flip gal. Um, Big
0: monkey flip guy. Yeah.
1: So there's a random Bischoff sucks chant, which sure.
0: <laughs> I mean, OK, I support <laughs> <knows>. it. It's true.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, they're, they're, these guys are going all all out, though. There's some pretty stiff kicks from both guys. Jericho throws out a missile mm-hmm. drop kick from the top rope to the concrete floor. Uh, yeah. Which is a choice. Some-
0: a, a choice, but like not the dumbest one that was made
1: tonight. <laughs> not even top ten. No. <laughs> uh, power bombs by both guys are kind of just you know going back and forth. Ultimately, Scorpio goes for a moonsault, but it misses... Jericho uh, does a top rope power slam for a two counts, which is pretty nice. And then uh, Scorpio hits a tombstone pile driver. And then the most mm-hmm. terrifying looking shooting star press I've ever seen in my life. Uh, but gets the <laughs> win. So all's well that it's well, I guess.
0: It, it, all all that matters is won, right?
1: <laughs> Look, I'm I'm not going to sit here and say like I'm the aficionado on the shooting star press. But <laughs> I would venture a guess and say maybe the first priority is to go up and then to go out. But Scorpio is like, maybe I'll just go out.
0: (laughs) Maybe I'll just go that way and we'll see what happens.
1: (laughs) A line drive of a shooting star. I don't think I don't remember him ever doing this move. Maybe this is why like he would always do like the 450 or a moonsault, but.
0: You know, it's like, you know, when Brock did the shooting star press and Broke his fucking neck. Right. Did he do it after that, folks? Not to my knowledge.
1: Not yet. Maybe he's busting that out for uh, a later (laughs) match.
0: Pulls up to WrestleMania 40, just not no match (laughs) in any way capacity, just hits a shooting star press with his big ass cowboy body. Holy shit, I'd be scared.
1: He probably could. I bet you if he wanted to, he could.
0: Definitely could.
1: Do you think um do you think Shane Douglas good?
0: Shane Douglas is a little bitch.
1: He is a bitch. He's he is a bit of a uh, a bit of a silly goose, I would think. Um, <laughs> I was trying to think of a PG word for bitch. <laughs> that was my he's <laughs> a bit of a, a little bit of a silly
0: little goose, <laughs> a
1: rabble rouser. Perhaps I don't know.
0: Oh, uh, good words.
1: Thanks. Thanks. They kind of come back uh, the TV <laughs> titles on the line. We got Shane Douglas, the champion accompanied by uh-huh. Francine, which Versus Pitbull <laughs> number two, accompanied by Pitbull number one. Mm-hmm. So Pitbull number one, do you think uh, when you saw him, were you like, "This guy might be injured"?
0: <laughs> I mean, he did look like Regina George when she got hit. By
1: the <laughs> That's who I was trying to think who I because I watched Mean Girls like semi recently. Well, it was it was also- with you, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's why I was like, I have to make a mingo reference because Kyle. Understand. Yes,
1: I do. I didn't Casually. realize was what, is, what do you call it, like a neck clamp.
0: I don't know what that's considered, because like you have the the metal part around your head and then you got bars coming down and then you have like a whole ass like chest plate thing. Yeah, I don't know what that act like quite literally is called.
1: Um. Yeah, because it's like a vest. Yeah, like you said, it's it's attached to bars, I guess, because he broke his neck. Pitbull number one, and I'm so the whole time I was watching this match, I was like, "Is this a work? Like, is he gonna like?" (gasps) Okay, I'm glad
0: we're on the same page here, because I was like, "Is he like legitimately injured?" injured, Because it seemed very cartoony,
1: like this whole get up, but I guess it was real.
0: So, like, pitbull number one, like, actually broke his neck. Like, this is this is factual.
1: Yeah, so it was at the last show, which I didn't even realize it at the time, and I actually went back and watched it. It didn't really seem like anything bad, but he just took a DDT wrong, basically, from Shane oh, Douglas. shit! Um, and broke his neck, and they they said here that he also fractured his skull. I don't know if that's also true, but um, holy shit! He says that he's lost feeling in his left arm. And I know eventually he comes back. I think he kind of takes a step back from wrestling as more of like a manager. But I think I'm pretty sure he wrestles again after this.
0: Well, I mean, he was saying like he wasn't even sure if he was going to like doctors are like, I'm not allowed to wrestle again. But we've seen this so yeah. many times nowadays. This this set the precedent. Pitbull number one started at all. <laughs>
1: So you're saying uh, Edge, Page, Brian, Danielson—they're all just playing out of the Pitbull number one playbook.
0: I mean, you said the words, not me.
1: (laughs) That's how you recover. You just put on dog chains and a leash, and
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's what Braun Breaker's gonna do next. Yeah,
1: (laughs) he's the he's the new Pitbull, Braun Breaker. (laughs) (laughs) What was that? What? (laughs) Well, so Pitbull number one, he's uh, he's uh, he's broken, I guess. Uh, But Pitbull number two is here to fight for his honor to uh, get his revenge, to avenge his Pitbull brother by beating Shane Douglas and attempting to take his TV title. Attempting. Attempting Uh, the crowd. Is super into this, it seems like. They're chanting, break his neck. The they everybody wants Shane to get his neck broken. Everybody's super I mean, into sure. Pitbull. I mean, if there's any way to get sympathy, it's a guy that's almost paralyzed in the middle of the ring wearing a neck a Regina George neck clamp. So
0: <laughs> neck clamp, yes.
1: But um yeah, so but the match at pitbull number two versus Shane Douglas. Uh Pitbull's doing a lot of neck based moves to, I guess, try to break his neck it's uh, mm-hmm. like a, a reverse tombstone, which is uh something
0: Was something. Yeah, Uh
1: at one point he just grabs his head in a guillotine and just tries to rip his head off, it seems like.
0: Very Mortal Kombat-esque.
1: <laughs> right. Just kind um, of hurt. But then he grabs a pie from a fan and then smashes Shane Douglas in the face. Rich, hold
0: the fucking phone. Who's letting this fan bring a whole ass pie in?
1: You know, I think... Somebody brought this up before. It might have been Matt. What is what is the vetting process for these ECW shows? You know,
0: there is none.
1: (laughs) Look, people have brought in like rotten people have brought like printers to the show for weapons. They bring in like plastic toy dinosaurs. They bring pies. They bring. I don't know what. I guess you can't bring like a bomb, maybe, uh, maybe not a gun. <laughs> I would hope not. But <laughs> I, would hope I guess
0: nothing like that.
1: I guess everything I, else. Yeah, like game?
0: a whole ass pie. Um, if someone had a fake leg, that probably would have been used. I
1: like, think no, that was WWF did that.
0: Yeah, like
1: WCW pup though. did that at some I've, point. Yeah,
0: yeah, I've seen, I've seen I've seen it all, but like. I, the pie definitely like common best prize. I was like, Where did this mm. How did we get here?
1: <laughs> do you think it was the concession stand? Do you think they sell pies
0: selling whole ass pies?
1: What else do you eat oh. at a wrestling show?
0: Popcorn, chicken mm. tenders, nachos, mm. lemon maybe heads,
1: could
0: just, oh. lemon heads, my dad's boat, you know.
1: Um, <laughs> the ECW <laughs> arena. <Skips. laughs> The ECW (laughs) Arena. I mean, you see this establishment. This definitely seems like a place that would have freshly baked pies in the back. I think. (laughs) No, the fuck it would not. Well, that's how you see it, I guess. Um,
0: That is how I see it.
1: Maybe you are just jealous of the Philly pies. Yeah, it's a Pittsburgh thing. I get it. You guys have no pies over there. That's what I hear. Excuse (laughs) me. No pie having asses. Um, (laughs) Ridiculous. So there's pies, there's blood. There's a lot of blood. Lot My of goodness, blood. Pitbull is. Uh, he is bleeding from his body a lot. <laughs> and uh, his face is just, you know, like when blood has blood on it. You know, what I mean, like uh, <laughs> like Eddie Guerrero bleeding is like a certain thing. Like yes. or like John Cena that one time, it's like, yeah, blood on your face. But there's blood on top of the blood that's on your face. Like that is what Pitbull it's looks like. Weird. It is jelly. I mean it is, it
0: is uh, uh gelatin layered blood.
1: Viscous, some may say. Ugh. Uh, it is getting all over the place. Cause at first I was very concerned because Shane Douglas, like even like before the blood came into play, Shane Douglas's back is filthy just from the just from the <laughs> floor. Um <laughs> he is a completely different color than what he came in as. Yeah. And then you had the blood. So he's just covered in blood and dirt and whatever the hell else is on this f- godforsaken floor. Um,
0: yeah, there's a lot.
1: <sighs> lots of infections, I'm sure, happening here, but at least. Pitbull, I mean, it's I, I thought this was a pretty intense match. I thought the drama towards the end was fun. Um, uh-huh. I don't know. What, what did you uh, any any thoughts on this one?
0: Uh, one big question I do have
1: for you pretty much.
0: Um, tweet. who the fuck was that weird looking announcer man?
1: Joel Gertner, who the
0: fuck is that?
1: The stud muffin, the uh, well, he's that? another name. He becomes a pretty big character later in ECW. This is like his origin story of sorts.
0: His, his villain, his villain origins got it,
1: right? Yeah, because at first he was just an announcer, and now for whatever reason, he's a dickhead. I guess. Shane Douglas has gotten to him. I don't know if he's paying him or what, or if he just likes the cut of Francine's jib. Uh,
0: <laughs>
1: which I can't blame. <laughs> him.
0: I mean, listen, Francine's hot. Let's just let's just call it a spade. Well, but, yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah, he he was I didn't like him. So he was kind of weird.
1: Yeah, he but was. Like, uh, he was I really giving it, it to sense. him. He was really making fun. Yeah. Of it. He, he was really he was really making light of uh, people number one in, in his ailments.
0: Yeah, Make like fun. don't yell at Regina George like that. Like she's doing her best over there. D- d- I mean, could you could you and would you call this a blood feud, if you will?
1: <laughs> I would say this is as blood feud as it gets uh, if it, if it coming. wasn't coming into it it, it was going out. So
0: <laughs> I mean, you got to get the layers like the layers of blood mm. number one neck broken, snapped by Shane Douglas, who's a little pussy, as we have established. Oh, OK. <laughs> I mean, oh. let's call so,
1: space, you, got, you got some heat with Shane Douglas, I guess, man, <laughs> been, a franchise. I
0: mean, I'm just with the franchise, in my ass. I'm just seeing what I see. Again, yeah, this is like, yeah, yeah. Of anything.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, you're, you're not wrong. Um
0: yeah. It's just yeah, you know, layers and blood for blood, pound for pound, try to break his neck, didn't let him, which is just mm. shame. Just let him break your neck. I mean, it's only fair.
1: Be be a be a gentleman. Let him snap your neck in two.
0: (laughs) This is this is a sport of honor, sir. That's not ring of honor. That's a different promotion.
1: (laughs) Well, it's the same uh umbrella, I think it is, but uh that's a whole other podcast. Um, <laughs>
0: what we'll
1: do next <laughs> yeah. well perhaps so perhaps. Uh, yeah a lot of this is is Shane like after Pitbull is trying to break his neck uh, Shane Douglas or Pitbull initially gets busted open when he comes off the top rope and hits the guardrail and then at this point Shane Douglas is just beating on him like Pitbull is literally losing blood to the point where he's just falling over he'll like try yeah. to do his military press but he can't get him up and Uh, ultimately, Shane Douglas is able to take advantage when Pitbull goes for his super bomb off the top rope, but he's too weak to hoist him up, so Douglas hits him with a belly-to-belly, but Pitbull has some fighting spirit and gets up, but then Douglas hits him with another belly-to-belly for the win and retains his TV title. Very dirty, very bloody, and... uh, Very,
0: very much so.
1: Joel Gertner announces Shane Douglas as the winner as he's standing on Pitbull number two, which I think is a bit rude.
0: Fucking like who who are you, sir?
1: Well, maybe he didn't see him.
0: <laughs> Bullshit.
1: Well, maybe well he has to be in the middle of the ring to announce it. It's, it's not his <laughs> fault then. Pitbull number two might just be a bloody pulp in the middle of the ring on his on his uh ex, you know?
0: I, I mean, I guess so, sure.
1: Yeah. Well, Joe Joe Gertner does receive a super bomb, as does the ref for whatever reason. That the ref <laughs> gets his ass kicked for no reason. It seems like that
0: scrawny little fucking ref <laughs> who I could probably beat up. Like kid was maybe sixty pounds soaking wet. Yeah,
1: Pee Wee. I think is his like, name.
0: Yeah, who who let him in? Who let him in the building? He's probably someone's son. They're like, all right, just go put on right. a shirt. You kind of know what you're doing. Yeah. yeah, no, he did get his ass beat. Rightfully, I mean, rightfully so, because right. there was a lot of interference. Pee wee wasn't catching it, so Pipple was pissed,
1: as he should be. Yeah, you know, rot Well, dogs. Get wait, hold on. <clears throat> dogs, <You> got the- <laughs> there's dog in here. There's a dog in here. Dog. Face gremlin is Rick Steiner. Rick Steiner was an amateur wrestler. Steve Williams was also a stammer, stammer, an amateur wrestler. And he's in this next match. As per the title, the doctor is in Dr. Death, Steve Williams, teaming Mm -hmm. with Tommy Dreamer, taking on the team of Taz and primetime Brian Lee. Huge pop for Dr. Death. This, this crowd that seems to be man is
0: f- fucking massive. Holy shit.
1: Thick. Boy.
0: <laughs> like, eight C's <seas> thick. <laughs> Mans is like ginormous and just like this. Just yes.
1: this guy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I was <laughs> this, like, is that Tucker Death? picture
0: like a lot more like muscle mass and. yeah. Oh, I see.
1: Yeah, but is like, that what just, it is? You know. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, he has the body of a guy that works out a lot, but also loves chicken tenders, you know? (laughs) I mean, don't we all? Um, Yes. Dr. Death is here. Uh, This is before his WWF run. So he's just mainly known for his amateur wrestling. And I I believe some Japan stuff. Uh, I think he's not a good amount in Japan, but he's apparently, I mean, the crowd popped from huge, so they were very familiar with him. And uh Tommy Dreamer, of course, cult favorite in ECW at this point. Taz is uh really getting built up at this point as a monster, and Brian Lee is also here, so uh <laughs> the but uh, I don't know if you were I don't know if you knew this, but that is the uh a fake Undertaker.
0: I did not know that.
1: Yeah, the Undertaker when this he the Undertaker, show. he was Gray Undertaker, Brian Lee. Um, but uh this is, I mean, it's, it quickly breaks down. Uh, it feels like the, the people want to see Dr. Death versus Taz because they're both like legit fighters and wrestlers. And eventually they do. They have a little, uh, sequence at some point, but not until Taz hits Tommy Dreamer with a T bone suplex off a stage through a table, which looked, uh, pretty gnarly, I would say. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. What'd you make of this one?
0: I mean, we get to talk about your favorite thing in the whole world. Taz and his package.
1: <laughs> his package is <laughs> I have to keep the position
0: alive. <laughs>
1: you do. You do.
0: In honor of Matt, you're welcome. I, d-
1: I don't know where he keeps it.
0: I, it's not there.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's... Does he tape it? Does he, uh...
0: He might tuck. I mean, pop off if you do.
1: You can't... Oh, you shouldn't be able to tuck balls unless they're very small.
0: You have apparently never seen a drag queen do do her thing.
1: You know, I've never taken a gander at a drag queen's balls. You are correct about that.
0: (laughs) I mean, if you if you watch like RuPaul's Drag Race, they're very scantily dressed and you could see Mm. it's it's Ken like on the bottom part.
1: Right. So can't say I'm a little behind. I'm a little behind on RuPaul's Drag Race.
0: Hell of a show. Highly recommend.
1: Well, yeah. I'll I'll, I'll <laughs> take a look. Yeah, right after the European Wrestling Alliance binge that I go on.
0: That's, well, yeah, of course. I mean, you have to do that first. We yeah. talk about that first. Kind of chronological. Storytelling. Uh, storytelling. <laughs> um I, listen, let's 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 talk about the uh the elephant in the room here. That mm. fucking whistle.
1: <laughs> do you not like the whistle?
0: No. What the fuck was his name?
1: Bill Alfonso.
0: Yeah, that fucking guy. I was ready to shove that whistle down his throat, out his ass, and then back up his ass out his throat.
1: Do you think it would whistle if it came out of his ass?
0: <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> yeah. No, that was... I, I was, like, trying to enjoy it, because, like, you know, it was it was a fun fun little ditty we were having here. But <laughs> just every few seconds, just that fucking whistle and i was like twitching i was like this is this is ridiculous i, I get That's it team taz. woohoo the original team taz not
1: yes <laughs> no 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 it's very taz. different
0: <laughs> different different things um but besides that tommy jim goes through a fucking table
1: yeah, they set up three tables for him to go through, but I think that was just because maybe he didn't know how to aim a T-bone suplex off of a stage. So you get a lot of surface area you can land on. So <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. You, I mean, it's all you can do really. because
1: safety, you know, that's what we care about in extreme <laughs> championship wrestling. Yeah,
0: safety, you know, table fucking concrete underneath.
1: Ah, whatever. Uh but Beulah, I don't think Beulah, who is, of course, with Tommy Dreamer. Uh, I don't think she liked the whistle either because she came into the ring and gave Alfonso a low blow. I feel like every match has had a low blow at this point. Um, Almost. And so Beulah and Alfonso brawl, which is a thing. I mean, they are <laughs> going at it.
0: Christ, he slaps the shit out of her. <laughs>
1: this is this is not the uh, a below the neck rule. they are just. Boom, you know,
0: like right here on the cheek.
1: Uh, but uh, I don't even know what happened. I think they just cat fight their way out of there. Um,
0: yeah, basically.
1: Dr. Death gets in there, lifts Alfonso. That's what happens. He lifts Alfonso above his head, tosses him into the next area code, seemingly, onto Team Taz. (laughs) And uh, this is when we finally get. Taz versus Dr. Death, they like after all of this stuff, they just like get in there and start chain wrestling. I was just like, what? Um,
0: (laughs) It's like, guys,
1: you can't go from T-Bone suplexing somebody off of a balcony to hammerlocking a guy in the ring. Like you got to I don't know.
0: I mean, you could. But again, it's a choice.
1: It is a choice. Um, There are
0: many choices made in this in the show.
1: Have you ever heard this power bomb called a doctor bomb before? Like the gut wrench power bomb.
0: I I feel like I have.
1: It is sometimes referred to it as such. And that's because of Dr. Death, Steve Williams, I believe it is. I would assume so. Um, Just yanks up Taz, hits him with this power bomb. Primetime Brian Lee and to make the save. And uh, Tommy Dreamer comes back to attempt to neutralize primetime. But Tommy Dreamer is already broken after the falling off the stage. And gets choke slammed onto a trash can for the win. So Brian Lee and Taz get the win here. And uh, I mean, this, this is a very ECW match. I will say that.
0: Yeah that that is a definitely good way to put it. Um, mm. it, it it was a match. Like I said, Doctor to Death, huge, huge gig.
1: Dick. Sturdy. He's a sturdy boy.
0: He's a fucking brick wall, is what
1: he is. He is. He is meat filled. What was what is the saying? Grass fed, meat filled. What did I say? I don't know. What? Anyways. Grass speaking of, fed, <laughs> <speaking> meat <filled>. <laughs> 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 uh,
0: Oh, fuck! I'm crying. Uh,
1: well, speaking of <laughs> filling we, with me, I don't know. There we go. You're uh, doing great. Uh, We got um, the ECW World Tag Team titles on the line here in a four way elimination match. A lot of meat in this one. Uh, I I saw this on the card and I was like, I'm not even going to bother taking notes. But um, (laughs) I mean, I did just to know like what happened. But like, I mean, there was, it was was just uh, you got eight guys in there, at least just just fighting all over the place. They fight to the street at some point.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The Mean Streets, some may say, <laughs> of, Philly. of Philadelphia, uh, West Philadelphia, born, and, born raised, and raised, probably. Yeah. So uh what did you? So when I when I think of ECW in this time period, like this is what I think of, like this is the ultimate clusterfuck, even though it like kind of culminated into something like not like pretty decent. Yeah. The beginning here was just, I mean, New, New Jack's music's playing. Rosie's <laughs> here. Samoans. <laughs> Thoughts.
0: Okay, so a few things. I only knew because again, I had my list of things, and so I was like, uh-huh. I would hover over a name and it would tell me who was in said team, because I couldn't like tell. I knew so Perry Saturn. I have heard of many yeah. a time. He was a part of uh the Eliminators, who were the tag team champions. Were correct. Um, who else was in this? New Jack was part of the Gangsters.
1: The
0: Certainly gangsters, was. by the way, not gangsters. Mm. It's A. Yes, Um, no idea who the fuck the Bruise Brothers were, but they were fucking cool.
1: So they were also known as the Disciples of Apocalypse in WWF in the Attitude Era. Bald, they were like, uh, skinhead motorcycle guys. Uh, the Blue Brothers, maybe, in, in the mid 90s. Um,. What else do they do I think that's about it
0: good okay but they were cool I liked them um <laughs> and then Samoan Gangsta Party who so they came out in handcuffs by the way because they apparently got arrested earlier in the night we didn't get to see that I guess yeah context clues I don't know so you said one of them was Rosie
1: yes I'm not sure which one is Rosie but I know one of them is Rosie
0: huh I never yeah. guess
1: hey, he's been at it for a while I guess at this point um eh. Sammy I think I think it's Mac Daddy Kane. Rosie strikes me as a Mac Daddy Kane kind of guy rather than a Sammy Silk.
0: No, yeah, I agree. hundred percent.
1: But uh could be wrong.
0: Yeah. Could be yeah, wrong. but this uh, this match really just
1: tickled your pickle.
0: What? Hey. hey. <laughs> let's let's not go that far.
1: <laughs> yeah, it didn't get to um, there, I guess. Yeah.
0: No, no, not there, not there. Uh, but this, Jesus Christ, This, there was so much stuff happening everywhere. Again, they went outside. Th- just literally in the middle of the road.
1: Yeah. It's fine. I mean, that's what you do there, it's I guess. Okay. There's, there's a lot of people waiting out there. I don't know what they were doing out there. This loitering outside <laughs> yeah, of the ECW arena.
0: Yeah, how the fuck did y'all, like, were you guys just waiting for your transfer for them <laughs> to come <Yeah>. outside? <laughs>
1: They're
0: like, guys... I know, I know. This match is going to come outside. I swear.
1: I, know, I just want to get one sight violence. of Mac Daddy Kane.
0: Like it became like a parking lot brawl at that point. Like people were like going on cars, and alarms were going off. Like, would you
1: would you be annoyed if there was a dent in your hood because of a wrestler in a match? I'd be got slammed pissed.
0: on it. Especially if it was like without my knowledge.
1: What it was like, like? Imagine
0: if- you're just someone in the building, and you come outside, and you're like
1: the fuck? Oh, for the love of Pete. You know, that's probably what they said.
0: Golly gee, Louise.
1: (laughs) What feels like Rhea Ripley's ass print on your hood?
0: Oh, well, then that's a different story,
1: right? You would just get that painted a certain color, right?
0: Well, Yes, you know, get a frame it.
1: (laughs) Mm, Yes. I'll just take
0: the hood off. I'll get a new hood. I'll frame that.
1: Try to clone her from from that. Yeah, (laughs) I get it. I clone
0: her. Jesus, I don't have that kind of technology.
1: (laughs) That's the only thing in the way of you doing it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, just that. Nothing, nothing else. So
1: Uh, it's an elimination match. And uh, who's the The Samoans get eliminated pretty quick because they're handcuffed because they're silly geese. Like, what do you think you're going to do? You have no hands. You know,
0: it's like, again, where did you come from? Because. You guys just escaped jail.
1: Yeah, how did they didn't really they glazed over that? How did they get out?
0: Why did they get arrested and how did they get out?
1: There's so many. We we are left here with more questions than answers, I think.
0: I'm never going to get answers to any of these questions. Um,
1: Unless they uh, yeah, you're probably right, actually. Um, (laughs) The Samoans get eliminated. I don't know. One of them gets hit by a new Jack with a chair. He's gone. They're gone. See you later Uh, (laughs) back. They fight to the street. They come back, you know, whatever they're fighting, there's chairs, there's whatever the hell they're fighting all around the ring, but they get inside the ring and one of the Bruise Brothers gets hit with a total elimination from the Eliminators and that eliminates the Bruise Brothers. So now we're just down to the Eliminators and the gangsters. Mm -hmm. Uh, Total elimination attempt on New Jack, but New Jack Pulls Saturn in, so Cronus accidentally kicks his own partner in the head, which I thought was a slick little counter. Mm -hmm. Um, And ultimately, Mustafa hits uh, Saturn with a power slam, and New Jack comes off the top rope with a chair to the head of Saturn for the win. So the gangsters are the new tag team champions. Yeah, pretty, they uh, even
0: had their mark on it too. They, I guess, at one point took the belts and put X's on them while the Illuminators yeah. had them. New Jack was also bleeding quite heavily this entire match. I feel like that needs to be recognized yeah. as well. Like, think of like Pitbull number two, a few matches ago, guys, if you remember. Um, th- that basically,
1: <laughs> it was a lot. It was, I would say, an obtuse amount of blood from New Jack as well.
0: <laughs> obtuse rubber goose
1: it's kind of goose mustafa he has like a, i guess he has like a headband or no i think it's like his neckerchief uh <laughs> it gets like wrapped around the middle of his face so he's just walking around with that the entire match like
0: I see do. i must have like not paid attention because i thought it was there the whole time
1: <laughs> maybe it was maybe that's the i was like how
0: like that i feel like that would be so constricting right here on my nose
1: i mean what would that be for
0: that doesn't protect you from anything
1: maybe aesthetics his, maybe his nose gets chilly
0: but you're only covering th- that much like just right here
1: that is a thing like, like, i think if you have my glasses,
0: uh... do. <laughs> yeah.
1: i think people with like arthritis or something they get like cold noses and fingers maybe that's not arthritis I... maybe that's something else
0: <laughs> i don't we'll... i don't know
1: <laughs> we'll, we'll dive into that offline
0: we sh- should we ask Doctor Death? He might know. He's a doctor. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know if that's what he practices, particularly.
0: Oh, fair. Okay, okay.
1: But then again, I don't know if anybody's really asked. So.
0: <laughs> you know that's also very true. Has anyone taken the time to ask Doctor Death how his practice is going and what exactly it is?
1: What are his credentials, really? I mean, is is Death what his doctorate is in?
0: Like, sir, where is your PhD, and what is it's... it? In?
1: So again, just so many questions that are probably going to just be left unanswered, unfortunately. Yep. Uh, but yeah, like I fully expected this to be like, like I almost rolled my eyes when this match came up because I there have been several iterations of this match in the previous shows, and they're always just like whatever this one like it ended up like kind of cool, like the visual of the gangsters as the new champions, all the blood and just, like, holding up the belts with their symbol on it and yeah. Um, like the standing stretch to the match was pretty fun. Like it it was like almost a wrestling match, I dare say. Almost. <laughs> almost. Had the, so,
0: the pieces of one.
1: They were uh it's they were the shagged. Yeah, they were <laughs> jagged, that's for sure. Yeah. But uh boy howdy, that brings us to the main event. We got a stretcher match on our hands here. Sabu versus Mr. Rob Van Dam. In a stretcher match, as yeah. I said. Thoughts? Mm-hmm. Seems like you have some thoughts on this one. <laughs>
0: thoughts. Um, first and foremost, Sabu. I have, have felt the hand of Sabu on my hand. Oh, yeah? Once. I was at WrestleMania 23, and it was with the ECW originals versus the fucking new guys. Oh. And we were we were so high up, Sabu happened to be coming down our aisle, and I was given the aisle seat because I was a small child. And right there, we're homies. Seven. Nice.
1: So you did not touch yeah. Marcus Corvan, is what you're saying?
0: No, he wasn't in my row.
1: <laughs> oh, damn, that's unfortunate.
0: Yeah, I know. So, well, that's pretty bad. That
1: How do you smell? Yeah, so, he seems like he smells I good.
0: Remember. I I feel like I was just like crying because like that was the first like wrestler experience like in person like that I had.
1: Oh, huh.
0: I mean, like, I've met Lillian Garcia, I think, before that. And she was a sweetheart. But, like, wrestler-wrestler-wise. Zebu. Mm.
1: But of a different bananas. speed. Kind of different ends of the spectrum. <laughs> Lillian Garcia well, and Zebu.
0: Well, Lillian was, like, before the show even started, I think, or after. And then Zebu yeah. was, like, during fucking WrestleMania.
1: That's pretty sweet. Seba, different. I don't know cool. if I've ever touched a wrestler. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'll make it a point, to this year. I'm gonna find a wrestler, I'm gonna touch him.
0: This year, twenty twenty-three? Twenty
1: twenty-five. I'm happy to get on it, I guess.
0: <laughs> I think you're running out of time, Kyle. <laughs> um but besides that little you know, little factoid for the, the listeners, you know I gotta give something fun.
1: Good factoid.
0: Um yeah, I mean what can I say? Full The stretchers just didn't <laughs> wanna cooperate really stretch. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't really want to stretch. They like, kept trying to like put them down, which like I get it. You know, you're supposed to put the stretcher down, put the person on and pull it back up. Yes. Those stretchers really did not want to um work in that aspect. Once they went nice. down, they weren't coming back up.
1: <laughs> Look, Katie, sometimes yeah. you just you want it to go up, but it doesn't. Like sometimes you do sometimes you really want it to, but sometimes things happen and then it just doesn't happen. Like it's it doesn't happen all the time, it just happens sometimes stretchers we're talking about
0: stretchers yes of course we're talking Stretters. about stretchers um yeah we're talking about stretchers. Cold. we're also talking about damage control but not the one with bailey
1: i have the fun. we have the power what's the song we have the pay we got the power Yeah,
0: <laughs> no, i think you're doing great
1: thanks you might thanks. get you
0: might get this video taken down because that's what it, is. <laughs> it was <laughs> just
1: so resembling of the actual song you're right yeah but oh, yeah, damage control. Yeah, but were damage saying.
0: control. Were they? Were they? They were the uh, like ambulance. I guess the EMTs.
1: <laughs> they were the ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> they
0: were the ambulance. I mean, no, they, they were kind the of. Yeah,
1: I mean, what <laughs> defines of. an ambulance? I guess. Yeah, you're right.
0: Takes an injured person from one place to another.
1: Which I feel like that's, that's kind of lazy. Kind of what they did. Like, shouldn't you be like? Sh- stretchering your opponent like why do you just go what you snap at a lady and you're like
0: hey yeah why the fuck did they have like typically if you i don't even know the most recent stretcher match has happened in wrestling but like my knowledge of a stretcher match was you put your opponent on the stretcher and quickly get mm-hmm. them up the ramp and in the back or into or down and into an actual ambulance and then the door and then they go right Th- there was no room for all these fucking stretchers around the ring. No, nope. your walkway was maybe that big—the
1: width of a stretcher, basically.
0: The width of a stretcher and nothing else. <laughs> no <laughs> yes. people next to it. There was I, f- guys. I get it. I get the appeal, but we could have done better.
1: <laughs> Be better, Sabu and Rob Van Dam. <laughs>
0: Yeah, honestly.
1: So, interesting enough, I just watched and covered a stretcher match from 2003 between Brock Lesnar and Big Show at uh, Judgment Day 2003. And, yeah, it was like that. I mean, they obviously have a bigger walkway. And a bigger
0: stretcher because boys are fucking huge.
1: Well, I mean, Brock Lesnar had to use a forklift. It was the whole thing. But (laughs) no forklifts here, I guess. But See in the WWE, you would have like a line in the entrance way, like a yellow line. You have to push your opponent past that yellow line, or even like an ambulance match, you have to get them in and close the door or whatever the hell. This one is just like, yeah, you got to put him on the stretcher and then take them out. It's like, where? Like what defines out? Like what? <laughs> just a vague like direction? Through like yeah, the eh, they're gone. They're, they they weren't like, even through the he wasn't even through the curtain when he lost. It was he was like ah, he's far he, enough.
0: He touched the curtain and they're like good enough. <laughs>
1: I guess. Well, yeah. well, yes, and the stretchers, I guess nobody took a, t- a tutorial on how to raise a stretcher with a body. Although, to be fair, maybe these stretch, maybe these stretchers aren't meant to have bodies falling onto them from 10 feet in the air. Perhaps. Maybe.
0: Perhaps This is true.
1: <laughs> I-, I wouldn't know. I'm not a stretcher expert. Um, I am
0: not an EMT. I've never worked with a stretcher.
1: I'm not even I flexible. I never the, like, stretch. Yes, yes. Um,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> for the match itself. I mean, it's yeah, uh, it was it was pretty good. I mean, I'm curious as to what your thoughts are, because I've seen these guys have had a series of matches before this, which I've watched. So okay. I'm interested to see to hear your thoughts on it.
0: I mean, the RVD looks like an actual child.
1: He does in this like this game looks so
0: fucking young. Like a a baby, if you will, perhaps a fetus, depending on how young you think he looks. Mm. And both the, Sabu, both are kind of the same. It, it, Sabu really does like it. Amazes me what Sabu can do, mm. even when he was like you know a little more seasoned and a lot more damaged, could still do a lot of the shit he was doing in this. Yeah. This th- I was waiting for this match when I was like, oh RVD and Sabu. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. I
0: was not expecting stretchers and things that weren't working, but <laughs> ignoring those, hell of a fucking match. RVD's a little shithead, just that, there, off yeah. taboo.
1: that was like my main takeaway here is like cocky, shithead RVD. He was so funny, like, he would have like Sabu yeah. on the ground, and then RVD would have a chair, and he'd just be like. Uh, he would like mock him by throwing a chair on him, like very softly, just to like insult him, like things like that. I thought was fun.
0: I loved it. This was this was, I mean, dare I say, my favorite match.
1: Mm. Yeah, I can get behind that. Um, I have a burp coming. Maybe not. <laughs> okay, never mind. Um, it's in there. But uh, <laughs> Sabu and RVD. <laughs> So they've had, uh, I think, three matches before this. And Sabu okay. has won two of them. Rob Van Dam has won one of them. The whole premise of this rivalry is that like, after every match, Rob Van Dam refuses to shake the hand of Sabu, refuses to give his respect. And in their last match, I believe Sabu won, but both guys ended up getting stretchered out, which is why we have a stretcher match here.
0: Oh, um, it's all coming together.
1: It's fun. It's, it's, fun. it's not coming out. <laughs> I'm gonna vomit.
0: <laughs> um, Projectiles on screen.
1: <laughs> yeah, first, <laughs> I think. um
0: Maybe the last.
1: There's a big "Rob's a pussy boy" chant, which I thought was fun. Uh, these,
0: these chants are wild.
1: Yeah, that's very like. How do you coordinate a <laughs> "Rob's a pussy boy" chant?
0: Yeah, like people people don't have like good time management in just anything but chance specifically right you guys you guys can't there's no way that was successful <laughs> who started it who coordinated it was there a group AOL chat happening oh
1: yeah that's probably it <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: like all right guys this is what we're gonna do they're like sitting there waiting
1: they beep their friend from across the arena and like, all right let's get this going <laughs>
0: It's like uh,
1: chant time. Ha, oh, shakeaways. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, yeah, there's some fun spots here. A lot of them kind of built off previous matches like in a previous match, I think Sabu won or his his win was led up to by um he DDT'd Rob Van Dam on a table that was bridged on the outside. And he goes for that again here, but Rob reverses into a fisherman buster, which is how Rob Van Dam won one of the matches that he won. So there was a lot of kind of like callbacks to previous matches, which I liked um, outside of that. I mean, it was, it was fine. I don't know if I would put this like above their other matches, but it was, it was something. I mean, it was definitely, um, I don't want to say clunky. It was a bit clunky at some points, but it was just kind of rugged, which I guess is not a bad thing. Um, yeah, just like a, it's just a lot of jumping off things and a lot of throwing chairs at each other as as most of this match.
0: I mean, as most of both of their mainly Sabu's career.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah. What else can you expect? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's um, every once in a while, somebody will get a move done on them and then get rolled onto a stretcher and then they'll just be like, hey, Bertha or whatever the hell their names are. <laughs> Uh, put this guy on the stretcher and roll this fella out of here and then they'll start rolling them and then they'll roll off before they get to the vague area where it's declared a winner and whatever so it's back and forth back and forth forth and back also Um, but then uh, the finish comes when Sabu is on a stretcher on the outside Rob Van Dam goes to the top rope and goes for a front flip senton onto Sabu on the stretcher but Sabu gets out of the way and Robert goes and careens into the stretcher and uh gets placed on it and then is rolled back to the finish. And I guess he loses. So Sabu wins. Uh, there it is. The stretcher there match. It is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the build-up. <laughs> the anticipation was killing us.
1: That's long-term storytelling. Um
0: there it is. <laughs>
1: Minutes. so yeah raw or who wins sabu wins <laughs> and um rob van dam is uh i don't know i guess he goes to the hospital i don't know do you go to the hospital even if you don't need it if you lose a stretcher match is that the i don't punishment
0: I, I, listen it's, it's the punishment you have to pay a <laughs> hospital bill <laughs> um well like we're also missing like a key fact of like sabu i don't know what the fuck movie does like over the top, onto RVD, his ankle slash shin just collides with the top of the fucking guardrail mm. with the bike rack, if you will. Yes. So mans is, like, limping the rest of the match. This happens, like, midway through, maybe a little before, maybe a little mm-hmm. after. I don't know. Time's not real. Especially in these types of matches. Yeah. But, like, being able to do all of that shit with one good foot and maybe like your other foot at like 60% I'm being general. Yeah. Uh, good for him. Sabu earned that win.
1: <laughs> I think Sabu just always has a collection of injuries, like at any given time. Mm.
0: Literally, like I'm surprised barbed wire wasn't involved in this match.
1: Yeah, that's probably upcoming though, if I had to guess, but uh, next
0: pay-per-view. Yeah.
1: <laughs> But uh, yeah, Sabu, he had a broken neck at some point. It's probably still broken at this point. Uh, probably. And that was another thing in a previous match, like Sabu was injured and then Rob Van Dam won a match by hitting him with that fisherman buster off the top rope, which mm. in theory was set out to break his neck for good put him out of wrestling forever, do the old pitbull number one job on him. Wow. Yeah, Not but um, that. Sabu Not was a really
0: uh,
1: <laughs> He was able to overcome and etc. and win this match. So, yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. Happy yeah. ending, I guess, right?
0: Yeah, I mean. Cocky shithead RVD didn't win, so
1: yeah, fuck that guy, right?
0: Yeah, fuck, fuck that guy.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, that's uh, that's how this matter. That's how the show comes to a close. I thought the finish kind of came out of nowhere. It was like kind of a weird like I feel like I've yeah. oh, done I feel like they had done more dire stuff like earlier in the match, but I guess it's just a culmination mm-hmm. of thing. I don't know.
0: Yeah, very lackluster ending.
1: My luster is lacked for sure. Um, <laughs> what? But Doctor what? is in nineteen ninety six. Comes to yeah. a close here. If you had to grade this show from a scale of A to F, what do you think you would throw at it? Mm. You know, Kyle, that is
0: a very good question. That's why I asked it. I think I can give this pay per view. Hmm.
1: Doing your calculations. Oh
0: uh, yeah, I'm doing doing mental math, and if you know me, I don't do math. So like, give me mm-hmm. a second here. Ah, uh, yeah. I think I can. I think I can give this a B minus.
1: Oh, see, that's almost exactly what I was thinking.
0: There was not too much tomfoolery that threw it off for me. Mm -hmm. Actual matches happened. They were things that did occur. Uh, I mean, the Dudleys were there. I knew more people on this than the fucking WCW bullshit you made me want. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's like half the AEW rosters on this show, I think.
0: I mean, like RVD is like kind of on the roster. Taz,
1: Jericho. Jericho,
0: (laughs) um, Maybe that's it. I I mean, yeah, I think that might be it. But (laughs) yeah, I knew I knew people in this. There was some interesting stories that were kind of taking place that Mm -hmm. more seemed like tail ends of stuff. And I didn't really have a lot of information, but I put the pieces together as I could Yeah, I say, I say a solid B minus.
1: Yeah, I mean, ECW at this point, like compared to like WWF and WCW, I feel like they have more of like a well-rounded like stories, like like WCW at this point, NWO just started, but that's like the whole show. Like that's all they have. It's like good, but that's all Ah. they have. WWF is like, it's pretty good. Like a lot of the characters are good, but there's not like a ton of great stories there. But this, this show had like, Like you said, there's some good wrestling. There is some like fun moments, title changes, storyline shenanigans happening. So I was uh, I was pretty entertained by this. Some some ECW shows could be a chore to get through. But this was a pretty easy watch, I thought.
0: Yeah, you you were like when you first messaged me, it's going to be a shit show. And I responded to you, yes, it was a shit show. Have fun. Mm. But it wasn't a bad shit show.
1: Good shit. It was a good shit show. (laughs) <laughs> like uh, what's good shit, just like a fibrous, fluffy shit. <laughs>
0: Ew.
1: But speaking of not speaking of which. Hey, something hey. that's not shitty, but is sh- she, 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 d like she lead. I don't He's know, the sh- <laughs> she, the she lead showcase. First of all, Katie, thank you once again for coming on, talking some wrestling with me. Of uh, course where can everybody find you listen to you watch you and all that jazz
0: well yeah thanks again pretty bird for having me on tweet 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 tweet, tweet um yeah so you can follow me on twitter katie raston 13 the link tree i'm about to get all things she Leads showcase so that's twitch.tv slash she showcase and youtube.com slash she showcase typically thursday 6 p.m eastern we have a Patreon over there. So if you want to see non-wrestling content, I know,
1: crazy. What's, what's
0: that? I know. Uh, <laughs> so starting in September, we've done one. I have done one with other people every month. So patreon.com slash you can see that. And I'm also always on, you know, smacking it raw with Matt and Vince. You might make a cameo depending Ooh. on when this comes out.
1: <laughs> Perhaps.
0: Um, Getting off is the horror podcast we do over there. We just did what did we just watch? Bearing the X and Wishmaster, which
1: mm-hmm. what a time.
0: B B movie, you know, type shit.
1: Most of the best.
0: But the Wishmaster was a fucking time. I had a blast watching it.
1: Mm.
0: But uh yeah, I do a lot of things and I'm a busy I'm a busy gal.
1: Some say the busiest gal and podcasting some
0: might say the busiest and hardest working gal in the biz
1: the busiest scalloped gal in the business <laughs>
0: Scalloped.
1: <laughs> i'm just looking at my google search history right now i have three tabs open what does scalloped mean thickly li- <laughs> thick-thighed frog and regina george neck brace what is that called <laughs> what have we done here <laughs>
0: created a fucking masterpiece. That's what we
1: have done. It's a piece of something, that's for sure. Once again, thank you to Katie from the She Elite Showcase for joining me once again, allowing me to introduce her to more promotions and assuring that she never watches them again. So, <laughs> so uh, always a pleasure with Katie. Go check her out. Like I said, the She Leach Showcase, wherever you listen to podcasts, as well as live, usually every Thursday on YouTube and Twitch and all that stuff. So go check her out. And hey, while you're here, while you're here, why don't we go ahead and hit that jingle? WCW, ECW, WWF, who's the hardest promotion, Eric or Vince or Polly? I think we can agree though it's mostly shit. All right, hardest promotion of 1996 continues, did ECW, Doctor is in 1996, change any of these points, any of these criteria? what are they, Kyle, please tell me. Well, I will. Why don't you just hold your horses? But hey, first, first things first, before we get into anything, let's grade this show. All right. Why don't we just do that from a scale of S to F, S being the one of the best shows ever to F being just a uh, a show that I would have rather uh, <laughs> F being the drizzling shits. So a doctor is in. What are we thinking, folks? What grade are we thinking? Definitely at least a C. I know we, we spoke. Towards the end of that podcast, we were thinking of B minus, and I think that's pretty fair. I gave Heatwave a C. I think I would definitely say this show is better than Heatwave, so I'm going to throw a B at it. It's not A, territory. It's not like, wow, it just blew my nuts out of the water, Um, but it was a good show. I had fun, and we furthered some stories, furthered some characters, got some good wrestling, some blood, some title changes. Come on now. Come on now. What else could you what else could you ask for from ECW? So we're going to throw a B at it. So now we go to this tab. By the way, if you're listening uh, on the audio version, I am sharing my screen uh, so you can follow along. But I will also talk you through it. But just in case you are a visual. Uh, person. Unless you're blind. well, um, <laughs> A visual uh, visual person, I guess. So we look here towards the bottom and we look at WWF, WCW and ECW and we look at which promotion currently has the highest average grade for their pay-per-views or for their special events. What have you currently WWF is still the highest average sitting at around a B whereas ECW is just above WCW and uh, I guess like a C minus D plus I don't know. Um, but WWF uh, maintains the best overall average grade amongst these companies. So they get six points and uh, points. And uh, before we get into everything else, let's recap. Currently, WWF is in the lead with 14 points. ECW in second with six points. WCW in last with two points. How do we get points? Hardest part of the ring. Well, I'll tell you. We look at each criteria. So we got the tier list, so we got the pay-per-views. We look at the best and the worst pay-per-view. In-ring, we look at a more general kind of sense which company has the best in-ring product. And we also look at the best match and the worst match. Then we also look at the rosters, which company has the best roster. Then we look at out-of-ring stuff, gimmicks, characters, promos, storylines. You you know the deal. And we look at the best and the worst when it comes to that as well. And all of these criteria have uh, point values associated to them and negative point values for the worst stuff. So let's get into it. Let's get into it. Best pay-per-view of the year. Currently, we're tracking WrestleMania 12 as the best. At this point, I believe it's the only one with an A. So WrestleMania 12 will still hold on to that. So WWF maintains those two points. Worst pay-per-view of the year. WCW Super Brawl. So Doctor is in was definitely not worse or better than any of these shows. So WCW maintains the worst pay-per-view of the year being Super Brawl. So they maintain that negative one point. In-ring. Best overall in-ring product. We are currently tracking WWF as the best. So we are off the heels in terms of WWF just for context. We are off the heels of In Your House 9, I believe. Was it In Your House 9 or 8? In Your House 8. I just did this. No, it was 9. Right? Oh, let me check. International Incident, yes. So we were, we were hot off an of international incident, which was a uh, a really good show, to be honest. Great six-man tag at the end. Y'all said, like, Austin and Marrow going at it. You got, um, I mean, you got, like, Owen Hart around. You got Ahmed Johnson, who is still, like, I mean, he's still Ahmed Johnson, but he's very entertaining. Sid's getting hot. Um. What else we got going on? I mean, the tag team is winning. So that's where we're at with WWF. Doctor is in. I mean, we had some pretty good matches. We had the TV title, we had Shane Douglas, and Pitbull was pretty fun. Um, the tag team scramble was kind of a mess, but that was kind of by design and it kind of built up to a pretty cool moment at the end. Um, Raven's still injured, so he's not really contributing. You got stuff like Johnny Smith and uh, Louis Spicoli popping in, giving you some traditional wrestling. You got, we talked about how ECW at this point is kind of trying to compete in the cruiserweight realm, throwing out Mikey Whipwreck and Devin Storm, I guess is fine. I don't know if the in-ring at this point in ECW is better than the WWF. I don't think it is at this point. We have some good stories which we'll touch on later, but I think in ring WWF still edges out ECW. In WCW, I mean, you know, they got the cruiserweights, but that's about it. Um, but Hog Wild is coming up soon, so that might change some things, but it might also might not. So we'll see. Uh, best match of the year. We are currently tracking Shawn Michaels versus Diesel at In Your House Seven. As the best. I don't think anything on this show is better than that. I mean, the best show of the night. <clears throat> probably Shane versus Pitbull. Franchise versus Pitbull. Probably the best match of this. Or or even Jericho versus Scorpio is pretty good. I don't think any of those matches outdo Sean versus Diesel. So WWF maintains that two points. Worst match. Ultimate Warrior versus Goldust. And also at In House 7. I don't think anything was worse than that on this show. What was the worst match of this? Um, I guess the tag match. Unless I'm forgetting something. Yeah, nothing on this show was terrible. So, yeah, no. Nothing's, nothing's worse than that. So, WWF maintains that negative one point. Roster and star power So overall, who's got the best uh collection of wrestlers on their program? Currently we're tracking WCW as the best. Now, mind you, we got Nash and Hall are officially over there. You also got your Hogan, your Flair, your Cruiserweights, your Eddie Guerrero, you got Conan, you got the the Harlem Heat, the Nasties. Like they got a pretty loaded roster over there, to be honest. Whereas ECW, I mean, there's been no Changes per se since last we looked at this. I wouldn't think there'd be any reason to change that. So I think WCW holds on to that four points, unless I'm forgetting anybody. I mean, you got like Louis Spicoli coming in and Dr. Death, but he's not like a mainstay in ACW, I wouldn't say. So we're going to keep it as WCW. So they keep those four points. Wrestler of the Year currently tracking Shawn Michaels. Now again, coming off of that great six-man tag at In Your House Nine, so he's got a lot of stock going right now. Who who would from this show? Who do we think would be competing? You could throw in a Taz potentially, maybe a Shane Douglas, even a Pitbull. Number two, as weird as it is to say, maybe even a Jericho or a Scorpio or an RVD or a Sabu. <sighs> I just don't think any of them currently are as consistent or have reached the heights that Shawn Michaels has this year. So far, so far. Um, so I, th- I would say Shawn Michaels holds on to that for right now. Shane Douglas is is making a run, I think, dude, because he's got the great stories and his great contributions on the on the mic and His character work where Shawn Michaels is most of his good stuff is in the ring. His character stuff kinda sucks, actually. Which is something to consider. Um, but as of right now, we'll keep Shawn Michaels there. But that's something that he's not he's not far ahead. I'll say that. He's not, you know, he's not running away with it, but I would I would put him at the top for sure. Uh worst of the year, ultimate warrior. Yeah, no one on this show I, I don't think would knock him off, so We'll keep Warrior there. WWF keeps that negative one point out of ring. So again, gimmicks, characters, promos, storylines, all that stuff. Who has the best overall in terms of these companies? So we we talked about it a lot in the episode, and I've even you know brought it up during during this. ECW's got great stories. I mean, their in ring can sometimes um, leave some to be desired. At least you know in the summer of '96. But um, I mean the Raven Ravens. We talked about it. I mean, you guys you guys heard it. You know, Raven and Sandman with Sandman's family getting involved. You got Pitbull number one is Regina George, and you got Shane Douglas poking at him, and Francine turning on the Pitbulls, and then you got Brian Lee and Tommy Dreamer. You got the 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 gangsters and their stuff, their build to their championship win, their rivalry with the Eliminators. There's some good stuff going, man. I would say ECW maintains best overall out of ring quality so they get those 4 points or they keep those 4 points. Best character storyline. <clears throat> We're tracking Taz right now. Um now it's it's going to continue to be ECW here because of course we just reviewed an ECW show. So though any changes would be based on that. But I guess not necessarily, because let's look at Taz. See, we, I, I've, I've spoken about it before. Love his presentation. His promos are fun. How many great matches, though, has he had? You know, a lot of his squash material or tag, like this show, he was kind of just a small part of a tag match. I feel like we're kind of treading water with Taz a little bit at this point. He's still a great character, but is he the best right now? Is the NWO better than Taz is at this point? I don't think yet. I think Hog Wild is gonna change some things. Perhaps. But um Yeah, I'll save that for the Hog Wild review for any potential changes to WCW. But um as of right now, anybody in ECW doing better than Taz? Is Raven and Sandman, is that story better than what Taz is doing? You know, they tried the blind Sandman. They um he tried to get the, he can't get the title, even though Raven's not fighting for it. I mean, there's lack of, <laughs> there's some gaps in logic and, you know, the, the stipulations, but we might, I might throw Taz and Raven here or even Shane Douglas. That's a thought. Linking up with Francine. I think we're still early stages of that, though, because I know triple threat becomes a thing eventually. I don't know. I don't know if that's 96 or 97 or even later than that. I don't know. But. um, I might change this for now because, you know. Sandman Raven. Raven. We're seeing we're seeing progression in that story. We're seeing a big spotlight on that story. Whereas Taz, like I said, is kind of just spinning his wheels a little bit. It feels like. um, But regardless, we got ECW maintaining that. So they keep those two two points. Horse character storyline, Dungeon of Doom. So again, this might be something we change. In the next WCW review. Um, which I believe will be in two weeks. Hog Wild. Dungeon of Doom is kind of taking a back seat, dude. And you know, while it's not good per se, if it's not a prominent part of TV, then I wouldn't say it's the worst part because it's not taken away from this show. Um, but what what else would compete with that? Anything from this show? Worst character. <laughs> I kind of want to throw a uh, Damien Kane, the Godfather of ECW. And a lot of you are listening, and you're like, "Who the hell is that?" I already forgot what you talked about earlier because <laughs> he's such as he's so annoying to watch. But uh, again, I don't think he's that prominent of a part to warrant that. Um, I can't really think of any bad characters right now in ECW. Maybe like the Samoan gangsta party, but again, like who knows how long they stay in the picture. Gangsters are good. I mean, Mikey Whipwreck, maybe. Could throw Mikey Whipwreck in there. But he's, I don't know, he's had some fine matches. So I don't think he would. I don't know if that would fit. We'll see. I think I think if anything were to overtake the Dungeon of Doom, it's probably not going to be ECW, probably either WCW or WWF would would take that out, would take that out. But we got Hog Wild coming up. Like I said, we also got SummerSlam in a few weeks as well. So something will probably overtake that eventually. So we'll keep an eye on that, but we'll, we'll keep her at WCW for now. So no changes, I don't believe. So the score stays the same but we got some rickety we got some rickety ones that are about like on the precipice of uh getting overtaken. So WWF still in the lead with 14, ECW is 6, WCW with 2. So I think that about does her, huh? Do you agree? Do you disagree? Let me know. I'm I'm all for uh input. And I forgot to even mention this in the uh in the intro, but I do have a Discord now, which will also be in the description. Uh, of this podcast the link to it's also on my x account uh feel free to pop in you disagree with anything that i've talked about here you think something else is the best or something else is the worst holla at me i'm willing to hear you out um but this is kind of how i see it so far but we're roughly uh we're a little past halfway through 1996 um but in in uh apron bump time that's you know i don't know two more years or some shit (laughs) <laughs> we'll uh we'll follow along I hope you follow along i mean i i I, I will be following along because i'm uh, I'm doing it so <laughs> uh that's all I got for you guys today please appreciate appreciate you guys sticking around appreciate you guys tuning in watching listening tasting all of that stuff really means a lot give the give the likes stars comments pokes and mo- and, and more importantly have a happy Happy Kwanzaa, even though it seems like it's a dying currency, but I digress. Appreciate you guys. Love you all. Big old smooches all around. Have a blessed day. Have a happy holidays from my mouth to yours. I'm hard.
0: Yeah. talk around, don't disregard it you off the ground, show you what heart is Standing stronger, prouder and I kids Let's get it started It's the hardest talk around, don't disregard it you off the ground, show you what
1: heart